in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. But hey, are you going to be up for a little bit? Yeah. Okay, I'm recording the podcast. I'll call you back, okay? Why? Well, because I'm like literally recording this entire conversation on the Zoom because I was in the middle of recording the podcast. Oh. But I'll call, I'll text you or I'll call you back. Okay. Okay, love you. Love you too. Bye. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to, and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and would love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. Welcome back. Episode 41. This week, we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that's chastity. I received an email from a listener who wrote a guide for accurate measurements when measuring for a chastity device. So we're going to talk about that. But before I dive in to his guide to measurements, which I will attach to the show notes, and by me, I mean my subby, I would like to just read you the email that he sent me when I asked if I could make an episode out of this because it is a fantastic view of a female-led relationship and it's too good not to share. And if you're watching this on YouTube or Patreon, don't mind the Quasimodo head from the damn fly that bit me. Let's live in a camper, they say. Okay, I'm on board. How come nobody told me there was bugs? Just kidding. I'm aware. And also, a little addition, I am recording this very episode from our mobile booth at the naked camp. How exciting. And my subby is sitting straight across from me so I can see him. So if you see me smiling a lot, it's because I like his handsome face. He's giving me duck lips. Kissy face. Okay. So a little bit of background. I received this email and 
It said, I've seen your podcast on Chastity Mansion. I listened to some. What a nice podcast. I am also in an FLR with my wife, also very down to earth. We are both very educated. I have a PhD and she has an MS and an MBA. We have very busy professional lives, family, friends, and we keep our FLR private. Just mentioning that because you have properly mentioned several times on your podcast, the porn world has very little to do with FLR, which is about relationship. In one podcast, I did hear that your husband still has some issues with his cage. I also had a lot of issues initially and did a lot of research on how to design the cock cage properly. I wrote a guide if you would be interested. Oh, I'm very interested. I'm in my cock cage 24-7. I sleep in it, travel in it, go to work, gym, everything. I have zero issues and no pain even at night with the nocturnal erections, which is interesting because I thought those kind of went away, but I suppose maybe if you have a good dream, they reappear. A properly sized cock cage should not hurt or chafe. When I try to get hard, I just feel pressure. Okay, so before I dive in to the actual measurements, I just want to read a little bit more of his email because I love his perspective on a female-led relationship. Okay, so I had asked if I could do an episode on the podcast. He said he would love if I did one. So here we are doing one. He said, I wrote this guide because I saw that people don't size their cock cage properly and are hurt for no reason, believing that being in pain is just part of it. Although everyone is different, a properly sized cock cage should not hurt, in my opinion. I'm caged 24-7, even as I type this now. Love it and have no issues. I have zero pain and I do all activities in it with my wife happy that I am locked for her. I think that's interesting because I think there is a misconception that chastity is supposed to be uncomfortable. And I mean, you're putting a cage on your penis. Maybe there is some level of difference in comfort, but I don't think that it has to be uncomfortable. I think Yes, indeed. Chastity is about relationship, in my opinion. I gave my wife control over my private parts and my orgasm, and she decides when and how I come. We have a very vibrant sex life and have sex almost daily, but maybe not the sex that everyone thinks because it's about her pleasure first and foremost. I give my wife a lot of oral orgasms. Sometimes I am only milked through my prostate. Sometimes I have ruined orgasms, and sometimes... And sometimes she spanks my balls and I come from that. Sometimes I'm allowed only one stroke in her pussy and I have to come from one stroke or nothing. I just want to interject here and say I fucking love that so much. And sometimes I get nothing at all when I eat her and make her come. However, I also get the best blowjobs and can fuck her wild from behind and fill her up. It is simply all up to her as it should be, and she is a good steward of the mix. I sometimes think of it like chocolate. Of course, I like chocolate and would like to eat chocolate every day, but it would not taste as good if I do. Similarly, I hella love to fuck my wife, but I enjoy getting milked for her pleasure because I know that when I get inside her pussy, it will be bliss. As I wrote in the guide, 
I have perhaps less frequent, but definitely much stronger orgasms. I'm definitely much more connected with my wife. Now, I think this is a fantastic perspective because I think a lot of people automatically assume that if you are practicing chastity, that means that you're abstaining from sex. And that sure doesn't have to be the case. This is just case in point of you make your FLR your own. You make your chastity journey your own. You make it what works for your relationship. You have to sometimes probably get creative with it because life gets in the way. Oh, this is good too, before I get too far into life getting in the way. Also, we did not get to this point overnight. And I think that is such an important point to talk about. This doesn't happen overnight. This takes so many conversations. He goes on to say, people don't understand that. It's not like, hey, honey, would you like to be my key holder? It took years of communication, finding themselves, talking, listening, and learning about our sexuality and about us. That's a very important sentence. You have to know your own body as well as know your partners, know each other well, know what the other person likes, know what you like. You have to be very knowledgeable about your sexuality, your interests, what turns you on, what doesn't. And that's ever evolving and ever changing, I think. We started chastity and stopped. We restarted and stopped again. It took us time together to get to the point where I'm locked 24-7 and we both love it. Chastity is a journey you take with your partner, not a destination. Also a fantastic sentence right there. It is a journey. It is not a porn clip. It takes time. And especially women have to be given time to grow into their role. And I think that's also fantastic because while we have been living this female-led relationship for some time, I think I am constantly evolving as a dominant as the dominant. I think my role as the dominant is constantly evolving. I think I constantly get more comfortable and I have setbacks too. And sometimes I second guess myself still. And that's me getting into my own head and overthinking things. And that's just how my brain is wired. But I think that gets a little less and less as time goes on. Now, my wife loves to watch me folding our laundry naked, caged with a butt plug, drinking wine and talking to me about day-to-day stuff. We both love it and we are still growing. I love that part so much as well. Finally, chastity is just a sliver of life. We have kids, friends, high-profile jobs. There is day-to-day stuff that hits the fan, like our moving. Absolutely correct. Food has to be picked up and dry cleaning dropped off. It cannot be cock cage all the time. There needs to be some patience and restraint, especially on the men's side. Give your woman some room. She is a mom, a VP in a company, a bus driver for soccer practice, and all of the above. Help her pick a dinner. Massage her feet. Bring her wine. If you do, she will ask you about your full balls and if you're dripping for her. Chastity is just one part of a relationship, but if done right, it can only make things better. I am so, so happy that this person reached out to me. This is a fantastic email and has so many great talking points about what a female-led relationship involving chastity can look like or just the chastity aspect of it itself. So let's dive into, okay. So I will link this below in the show notes so that you can go check it out. 
As many men, I have also fascinated about being caged for a long time. However, there is a vast difference between fantasy porn, wearing a cock cage for two hours at a romantic dinner, and wearing a cock cage 24-7. Wearing a cock cage 24-7 and going to work with it, gym, kids' sports, swimming, and sleeping in it is very different. There are, there are several good realistic guides on the internet, but I would like to share my perspective, and hopefully it will help others that, w- that would like to embark on this interesting and exciting journey. I have a fantastic wife key holder and for us a cock cage and my chastity is not about me having an orgasm for a long time. For us, chastity is that I can only orgasm when and how she wants. It removes all my masturbation and I can only have an erection and an orgasm with her permission. I might go without an orgasm for a week or just a day. It all depends on her as it should. Uh, A cock cage in our relationship means I have perhaps less frequent, but definitely much stronger orgasms. We want to play this game long term, and that requires I can safely and comfortably wear a cock cage 24-7, 365. However, we are also life partners with with a family, friends, busy high-profile jobs, and we make decisions together. It does not make me lesser of a man that I wear a cock cage for her. That is also a great talking point. I agree. You are not less of a man. We don't want to involve others or my cock cage changing who we are as partners and people. We want my cock cage to enrich our already good life. We keep it private and enjoy it together in a female-led relationship that works for us. Now, I think this is fantastic because if this is something that you want to participate in and you are not comfortable, I mean, I am out there talking about it, obviously, because I want this to become more normalized as much as I hate that word, I want it to be more socially acceptable. And I feel like the more I talk about it, maybe the more normalized it will become, or at least maybe people will get more information about it. So it isn't such, there isn't such a stigma attached to it. So if there are people out there that want to participate in this and don't want to share it with the world, which is absolutely acceptable, participating in chastity is a good way to add to your female-led relationship that's something that's just between the two of you. And I've talked about this in my podcast too. I very much enjoy when my husband is caged and we are at family events. It's a connection between the two of us and or just gatherings of any variety where people maybe don't know the life that we participate in. It's a nice little bond between the two of us and I very much enjoy it. So I thought that was a great talking point. Okay. First, you talk with your partner about what you both want. I'm not going to elaborate on this discussion here and how important it is. And we've talked about it in past episodes too. So I'm not going to elaborate on anything more than saying communication is key. I'm thinking about getting merch for that. I like it a lot. Anyway, maybe I will write a separate blog on this topic as you should, because these are fantastic. We will start from the point where you're both excited and want to try 24-7 cock cage chastity. If you want 24-7 chastity, you will need a perfectly fitted, very likely custom-built cock cage. Unfortunately, each manufacturer has a bit different measuring guide, and it's not clear what or how to measure. And I think that is the biggest thing for us when we were looking for different cages in the beginning. It was kind of hit or miss. and we just ordered a bunch and took what fit best for us. And that can be costly. 
And not everybody has funds to order a bunch of different cock cages. Now, they're pretty reasonably priced in most places. And I would like to also, as a complete side note with my ADD, I would like to do an episode on different places that we've ordered from and our thoughts, things like that. He says, I can easily measure the diameter of my penis, but how it translates to the diameter of the cock cage is not simple. Private parts are very squishy and flexible. Material also matters. I will talk about the medical stainless steel cock cage I'm using, Jailbird from Mature Metal. That's also linked in this. I am actually thinking to get a titanium cock cage because the titanium is much lighter and more biocompatible. But that is, again, for another time. I'm assuming that the reader of this article has some knowledge about cock cages. To begin, let's first talk about the typical vocabulary and what you will need to build a good cock cage. Inside diameter, base ring diameter, gap between cage and base ring, and length. It seems simple to get four measurements, but it's not. Unfortunately, all these measurements are coupled, and it will take some time to get all of those correct. For example, length can be the overall length, which is length of the cage plus gap, or length of the cage itself. This is very important to distinguish as a larger gap will actually make overall length larger too. Also, the base ring diameter and the shape can totally change the gap. The base ring can be can also be oval. Some manufacturers separate these measurements, but some do not. Therefore, I strongly recommend to experiment and build a cage carefully. Here is a guide how. Step one, measure yourself the best you can um, and different ways to measure. Step two, Again, I'm just summarizing these because you should absolutely go check it out. It's very in detailed. Step two talks about now that you know the four measurements, how to start out. Just don't, you don't want to put the whole thing on right away and sleep in it overnight. Uh, Start with the base ring only. Step three kind of talks about how to put the base ring on, how much space should be left after the ring is on. Like, for example, he talks about you should be able to fit one finger up to the knuckle. It talks about measuring the inside in step four, measuring the inside diameter. Again, just kind of summarizing, it says, please accept, please expect setbacks and adjustments. This does take time. It doesn't matter how knowledgeable you are. You have to be patient. You could be the smartest person alive. You still have to be patient with this. This is, again, a journey. Step five talks a little bit more about uh, gap and the distance between the base ring and the cock cage. Step six talks about if you have foreskin versus not. Seven talks about locks versus screws. I much prefer the metal cage or the stainless steel. I like the weight of it, but I also like that the ring has the prong that the cage attaches to. There's no hinges, and this is also talked about in here as well, having a solid ring as opposed to the ones that clasp. Now, everybody's body is different. Everybody is going to have to experiment and figure out what works best for them. He is in a jailbird cock cage. He also talks about having several rings to grow into or adjust. Now that you have the perfectly fitted cock cage and you think you are done, Well, unfortunately not. Yes, it will fit exceptionally well, but your body still needs to adjust and learn. You have a very restrictive metal device around your private parts. Take your time. 
I couldn't have said it better myself. Start slow. Ooh, I believe I've said that. That's not me being snarky. I just like when people agree with me. (laughs) Go a couple of hours, then a day, then a couple of days, then try one night. Give your body time to accommodate. You will find that no matter how well-fitted cage you have, you will still feel some discomfort steal, (laughs) pun intended. When you are doing normal day-to-day stuff, it should be okay, but when you get hard, it will still tug and pull. You will feel a lot of pressure. What helped me is Vaseline. I also saw some people using baby oil. Basically, lubrication helps to train your body to adjust. For foreskin pinching, I found nursing pads being recommended in some chats. Those work really well. Oh man, it will create a small cushion in your underwear and it will be so comfy. Wear tight underwear also. I mean, unless your mistress is being vindictive. It makes you wear a pink thong, lacy. As I mentioned, nocturnal erections are very strong and it will probably wake you up. Maybe over time it subsides, but at the beginning it is brutal. And I think we've talked about that too. There's very little known medically about nocturnal erections and 24-7, 365 cock cage wearing. I found some suggestions that letting your penis free two to three nights per month is the best. And I like that approach. At the end, for us, it is about enjoyment, comfort, and certainly being safe and staying healthy. Now it will just take time to get used to. We are already having a lot of fun with my wife and I. We cannot wait to see our journey with my cock cage evolve. This is a fantastic guide to measurement. It's a realistic view of what chastity looks like. They're fantastic tips and it's very well written. You should definitely go check it out and let me know what you think. I think this will answer a lot of questions or help guide people who are entering into their chastity journey that struggle because that is one of the most commonly commonly asked questions that I get is, where do you get your cages? How do you measure what, how do you make it comfortable? I have this problem. I have this problem. And I think that this, I think that this blog answers a lot of that and really puts a good perspective on what a chastity journey can look like. Again, it doesn't have to be porns, whips and chains, handcuffs, all of that. It can be a very day-to-day thing that whatever you make it, whatever works for you and your partner. And I, I'm so happy that this person reached out and shared this with me because it is absolutely fantastic, extremely helpful, and I hope that you also enjoyed it. I hope everyone has a fantastic week. I hope you stay safe, stay healthy, and we will chat soon. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also, in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon, where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce, FLR consulting via messages and video, and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to almost daily posts of photos and videos of me and me torturing my subby. 
full and sample erotic audios, and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly, though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week, be good to yourself and each other.